Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. I'm just airing. Don't worry about that now. We've got to tell everybody about the show. What show? It's our sixth anniversary Razzmatazz. Already? Already. It's been a whole year. Well, get yourself ready, because we need to tell everybody about how they get their tickets. Tickets? What tickets? For the Razzmatazz. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm half asleep. Right, let's get on it. Let's get on it. Who's playing? Well, I was just about to tell you, we've got the amazing... Undiscovered. Who else? And we've got the also amazing Memphis Sun Dogs. And and to finish the night off, we've got the amazing binomial. That's a fantastic lineup. So, how can we get our tickets? Well, let me tell you how. If you email pancast at live.com with however many tickets you want, tickets are only £10. Only? For all that? Only £10 for a night of fun and frolics. Barking. So, Pav, when is it? It's on Saturday, the 23rd of March. Where is it? At the Bingham Hall in Sirencester. And what time is it? Well, the doors open at 7. <gasps> oh. And where do we get our tickets again? Just email pancastatlive.com. That's pancastatlive.com. Let us know how many tickets you want and we'll sort it out for you. And how much again? £10 a ticket. £10? There's a licensed bar. (gasps) There's going to be fun and there's going to be frolics. Oh, yes. It's the Pancast 6th anniversary razzmatazz. (gasps) How exciting. I can't wait. When is it? (laughs) I'm not going to do it again. (laughs) 
All right. I'm Big Mandy. You're listening to What the Actual Fuck? What the Actual Fuck? Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, a This Country podcast. Now, first, he's the man that's so humble, but would not think twice about driving his car on the grass or leaving his skidders in your garden. It's Neil. Absolutely. Hello, everybody. Which one would you do first? Um, it would be sk- the car then the skiddies, I think. <laughs> you had yeah. to think about I it. I did. Apple Humble, I was Why thinking. Why did you have the Apple Humble? It's, yeah, as soon as you said uh, Humble, all I got was Apple Crumble in my head and oh, right. changed it to Apple Humble. Yeah, let's not be. talk about Apple Crumble. I had a fa- mm. It's my fast day today. I've oh, only yeah. had 600 calories, so let's oh, not okay. talk about Apple Crumble. Now, our Supervan guest this episode is a broadcaster for the BBC, voiceover artist, continuity announcer, and host of the Where Did It All Go Right podcast, Her Voices of Fortune. Please welcome <laughs> Ali. Jones. Hey, thank you. What an introduction. Indeed. Well, thank you very much. It it took me all dinner break to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us, Ali. No problem. Uh, Lovely to, to, to talk to you and share the love. Oh, Indeed. Absolutely, so, absolutely. so from broadcasters to broadcaster yes. <laughs> in our spare time. Um, <laughs> where did you first hear about this country? I think it was probably weirdly on the local news because I don't know if you have the same local news that I do, but they were they, they'd go, they're filming another episode of this country. And I think, what, what, what are they talking about? What is this? And because it's just down the road because I live in Oxford. So it's just down the road near Burford, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And uh, and I was like, okay, well, this looks interesting. So it was sort of on my radar, and then you see a lot of it on social media, and everyone's raving about it, and you're thinking, I've got to get into this. And uh, so I, it was thanks to my local TV news, I think, probably, to start with. And um, and then I think it was, you'll know more about this than me, but um, it was sometimes shown quite late on terrestrial, you know, like BBC mm. Two. And I think, you know, rather than having to watch some boring political programme, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And I just caught bits. And then I thought, right, it's got to be binge-watched, hasn't it? So then I just consumed it all on the iPlayer. So Series 1 and Series 2 all together? Oh, yes, yes. And oh. do you know what? It's funny. I, I uh, Well, not in one day. No, not, not, no, 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 no. No, no. No, I mean, but over, over a couple of weeks. But um, what I found interesting is I actually prefer watching it on a computer screen. This is a bit weird. Because I I am obsessed with things like um, Carrie's bedroom and, and all the detail. Mm. And if you're up quite close to a screen, you can go, what is that poster on her wall? What What is that? You probably know all this stuff. I'm, what is that poster on her wall? There's a pop star. She's, Who is it? Well, she's got one poster of The Undertaker, which is a, a WWE um, wrestler. I thought it was um, Peter Ross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> close. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing. That's one thing we've said so many times is that it's so layered and there's so many different things going on that it's 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 built for binge watching, but it's also built for watching over and over again. It is. And and funnily enough, my husband was watching some after me and I came back into the room. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this one again because you pick up so much more second time mm. around. Some of it goes over. Well, maybe that's just me, but some of it went over my head the first time and it wasn't until... I saw it again. I was like, oh, yeah, I got that bit and I got that bit. Yeah. Mm. There's part of me, though, that wishes I could watch it again for the first time. 
Does that uh, make sense? I would love to be able to do that now again. But, you know, don't worry, because there's a third series, isn't there? So you'll be watching that for the first time. Well, yes. exactly. Yes, we don't know when the third series is going to be, but we're pretty sure that there will be a third series. Well, we hope there will be a third series. There will be a third series. Are you beside yourselves with excitement? It's one of those things that, I, because we do this, like, every week and we're chatting to people that love the show, it's really, really strange that it sort of, like, it tempers your excitement a little bit because I've I've watched the episodes like in minute detail two or three times because I've had I'm doing quizzes and working yeah. out quotes and stuff like that. But it's, it's like part of my DNA now. It's yeah. sort of ingrained in me, you know, and it'd be really weird. It's the same as I feel every time there's a new Star Wars film in how is it going to look? What are they going to do? How is it going to feel? Mm. And it's the same for a new series because Daisy and Charlie have gone off and done other things now. So they're not the same people that made series one or series two. It's really strange. Are you worried it's going to, you know, not live up to your expectations? Uh, I, I don't think. I think it's, for me, it's got better every everything, every every stage that it's going on. But see, this is this is the the, the mark of a true broadcaster. That she's asking us more yeah, questions we than we're asking. Her. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's no, all no, right. no, no, no. I'm so not used to being <laughs> interviewed. I don't think I've ever been interviewed. So I will, okay, well, not all the time. Probably ask you questions. That's I'm, awesome. Yeah. That's no, absolutely no, fine. We, we love that, that. Ali. Love so, that. do you have a favourite series then? Out of the two, um, that's a good question, isn't it? See, good well interview. done, Neil. Well mm. done. Yeah, uh, I think I do prefer series two. I think it just builds and builds, um, and they bring more characters into series two. Is that right? I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I suppose they do, yeah, really, no, don't right. they? Yeah, because you've got like the vicar's son and uh, Dan and people like that. Mm. So yeah, Having they do. Said that though, there is in series one where you've got. Really, nothing really happens. The oven space one. Mm. I love that. The, the pizza and, you know, the shelf and all that. So can I say I don't have a favourite series because there are elements in each series. But, well, no, go on. If you're, if you're going to push me on it, I'll say series two because I think it, it, it grows. Mm. Right. But I'm with you on oven space. I still love that episode. There, there's something magical about the, the fact that, like you said, not a lot goes on. Mm. It's ridiculous, yeah. really, because they're just waiting, aren't they, for their yeah. uncle to get out of jail. And there's just the two of them a lot of the time in the kitchen. Mm. Um, and, of course, Carrie's mum. Mm. Yeah. Fight- I mean, it's my favourite thing. Yeah, the, the fighting old- over a piece of cheese and stuff yeah. like that. It's just crazy. Just uh, brilliant. So when it came to the end of Series 2 and the aftermath, the, the special was uh, about to air. Yeah. Did you have any ideas? Were you correct in your little bit of what you thought was going to happen? No, I, I didn't. I, I could never predict these sort of things. Right. I mean, because the, the programme before, it all ended a bit like, oh, no, because she's going into the police station, isn't she? Mm. And so I just thought, we're going to do the next thing. It's all going to be... It's, I was completely wrong-footed. I haven't got a clue. So, no, I, I was... Oh, right, this is what's going to happen. So I thought that was really cleverly done because it was back to sort of them in their village doing what they do a lot of the time. And, uh, you know, it... it it had to, well. I, I was really glad that it ended. That that Kerry kind of saw the light. <laughs> yeah, but will she stay seeing the light? That's what we've questioned a lot. Or when her dad is released, will she go back to how she was? So. Oh, mm. that's yeah, that's a tricky one. You would hope after everything that's happened, but you know, they stick together, don't they? Mm. Well, so. that's, I mean, that's the thing with Sandra as well. I mean, like they're, they're both they've both had this abusive male sort of dominant 
monster there and they they're, now that he's away they're both sort of teaming up but it's almost like when he's back will they just revert back to type and and sort of succumb to his monstrous charm <laughs> oh god <laughs> making, making him sound like a right cad when it's not really that he's just a he's a horrible well, man I, I hope not because um i love carrie and um you know I, I i really feel for her and i think it's all quite poignant that whole relationship and um you know, the way she's been treated is all quite sad, isn't it? It's very mm. sad. It's, but, it's a one-way thing as well, you know. Yeah. But they, but they make it, it's a very sad situation, but they also make it quite humorous as well. It's mm. clever how they do that. Mm. So, no, I'm hoping that it's onwards and upwards. But on the other hand, you don't want them, because the whole joy of it is the whole, you know, when they go and, you know, Kerry starts her own business and things don't go well. And that's a lot of the joy of it, isn't mm-hmm. it? That it's it's the, some of the struggles that they go through, but they've all, Kerry and Curtin have got each other, haven't they? That's Indeed. The- Absolutely. You said, um, Ali, do you actually have a favourite character from the show? Oh, they're all so good, mm-hmm. aren't they? Um, I think Manda's great. I like the vicar, actually. But we all call him Vicar. We don't mm. call him his name, do we? <laughs> um, I, I, I think it is probably Kerry, actually, because I, that look, that face, <laughs> I just, the, the, how she manages to do that and, and stare into the camera, but it's very, it, it's so unique. There are so many different looks. I'm sure you could put together some sort of uh, <laughs> footage of all the different eye movements. So, uh, yeah, I... I I think we all probably know a Kerry, actually, someone who on the outside is, uh, you think, oh, quite, I'm scared of you. Uh, you know, I think I was probably at school with a few people who, ah, oh, but once you dig deeper, there's there's a lot more to it than than that kind of bold, strong, brash character. So I think it's Kerry. And she has a very childlike quality to her as well, doesn't she? Very well, that duvet's got heart, love hearts on it. Mm. Again, he's staring at her bedroom walls and she's got a hamster. And, uh, yeah, so it's sort of a not grown up character isn't it yeah mm. right uh... we will come back to this country a little bit uh, okay. but, but i've got a question i need to ask you after seeing your your cv of all the stuff that you've done <laughs> and the stuff that you do a continuity announcer yes now i've always been fascinated by them i used to sat in a box all day waiting for the the half you know the, the the advert break to come on and then you do it and then that's it and then you just have a tea break for 25 minutes wow. or there's two types so I used to do that and I have to say it's quite long-winded that job because you get there at five o'clock in the afternoon and you don't go home till midnight some people might go what a job you get to watch telly for seven hours which is true but there are some programs that you have to sit through and you're like oh and then suddenly you're nearly asleep oh no I've got to speak so there's that element of liveness but also quite long times of waiting Mm. so I used to do that and you would script the links that during the programs and, and and be there if there was a problem and really hope that nothing you know you know when you see the clock and yeah. and you have continuity announcer going oh I'm I'm sorry for the day you just pray that would never happen so I used to do that for um it was a, it was a channel called Living TV which I think is now probably Sky Living but that was ages mm. ago now what I do is I go to London and we record three or four days of links in a big chunk and they get played out by the computer ah. so, uh, so there are two different... When you're watching BBC One or BBC Two, that's definitely somebody live there. Um, because, you know, if things go wrong, um, they need someone to be on, on hand. Whereas um, a lot of the channels now have recorded. Right. So is it is it literally you're in like a little sound booth then? Is that what, what yes. you're in? Yes. It's quite claustrophobic. You I feel when imagine. you come out, you're like, 
you're like a mole. Yeah. You go, oh, there's daylight. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, so when we record the links, we're in these, we're all in these little booths, and uh, they're very dark. And I know somebody who loves light and being outside, so it's quite strange. But that's only for a couple of hours. But yeah, when you've been in one, when you're doing it live, yeah, you're in a little room on your own. You've got normally somebody that you talk to, like a producer. But, right. Uh, it's quite a, it's quite a lonely existence. So, what, nice so when, when you finish your shift then and then somebody comes in, yes. it, it's literally like a handover. I mean, um, so if you was to break wind in there and leave that for them, they would be walking straight into that, would they? Spending seven I'm, hours. I, but yeah, it's not It's not so much. Well, that's a bit like radio studios, to be honest, because right. that is a handover during the news often. And yes, if there is any, any bodily odour, then it will just be moved on. Um, but if, uh, if in, in the continuity booth, I think you have about a 10 minute, handover um so you're in you're in the little booth together right. sharing body odors yeah <laughs> now that you're mentioning it like this it doesn't sound quite so salubrious <laughs> sounds no, like it, the perfect it, job for me i think yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing you'd love it well you'd like to be a um a continuity answer for this country obviously oh, that would be great wouldn't it that's not so possible now because uh, no. uh BBC Three's online. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And nobody wants to go in the booth after you. Well, no. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. That would be my, I'd have a booth all to myself. Well, and obviously, Ali, they give you refreshments while you're in there, don't they? Or... Yeah. You bring your own. You have to take and you your know, own. It, it is amazing the amount of food and drink you go through in like a seven hour. It's like, you know, when you're sitting watching telly for hours, mm. you just punch your way. It's not a very healthy job, is it? <laughs> no. You need to be yeah. like sat on an exercise bike or something while you're watching it, but then yeah, you'd be well, at risk of being. Then out you'd be out. Of breath. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you imagine there'd be somebody there like with grapes? Feed me, feed yes. me with grapes, and also. Well, it's funny because when you do voiceovers, that there is a lot of. Um, I don't know why, but you, you'll go to a voiceover studio and there'll be snacks and and fruit and all sorts. I, I, I have no idea why, but they try and look after you. <laughs> it's a very strange thing, but it's nice. Yeah, chocolate before you speak. It's just one thing I've always, as soon as I saw that you were a continuity, I thought I've got to ask you about that because it's one of those jobs you sort of you hear and you take for granted. Yeah. And you sort of wonder what's the in, what's the workings of it. The poor the yeah. person's just there for hours and hours. Well, you also you sort of forget it's a real person behind the voice. Yes. Do you know what I mean by that? It's just but part of the TV. That's the time when you you know it's it, there is a person there because if things go wrong, I'm sure you've heard sometimes when. It, I don't know if they've got a frog in their throat or they make it. It doesn't, it doesn't happen very often. But for an anorant like me, you're like, oh, oh, look, they did that bit wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had it when something has happened or there's been a news flash or something like that? Touch wood. I'm touching the radiator behind me. No, um, no, that hasn't happened. What's interesting is that, so, because I also did continuity where it was pre-recorded, but so we write our own links but there was a time when I did it, it for another lot of TV stations and you get writers writing your links. So they might write something which they think is hilariously funny and then you have to deliver it. You think, oh, that's not right. <laughs> so, so there's, yeah, there's, there's, that's another element. I've forgotten about it because, yeah, it, it is, no, because I, a lot of the stuff I do now is pre-recorded, um, nothing has gone wrong. But you really shouldn't have asked me that because <laughs> what will happen is I'll have sworn or something and it'll get played out. No, that shouldn't happen. There's always checks and producers check. So, uh, touch wood. Right. So, so which... you, wanted, you wanted a disaster story. I'm not going to give one. I just wondered whether or not, because obviously you must have to go and 
answer the call of nature and and if you time it wrong or you've had a curry the night before and things are just like hanging on a little bit longer this bodily smell (laughs) (laughs) generally if there's a program that's on for about an hour you know you're okay because you you talk at the top of it and at the end of it you don't often talk in the middle of it so that's quite a long time to sort yourself out right Long enough for you, Pav? Just about. Just about. <laughs> I mean, if there's a football match going on, that's fine. That's like an hour and a half. With extra time could be just in time for that. Yeah. So, Ali, do you get like guidelines of what you can write for the link to the next show then? Oh, well, yes. Yeah. So, um, you have sometimes there are warnings that you have to get in. So, if there's violence or bad language, you know, so because that's important. Flashing images as well. So, those are definite guidelines that have to go in. Um, and yeah, they, we have a, so every channel I've worked on has got, had a sort of style. So you try and keep that style. Your scripts get checked. Oh yeah. Everything gets checked mm. before it goes out. Um, because compared to radio, which is a bit very instant cause you know, you're just full and podcasting. Mm. You're just talking and chatting, aren't you? Um, whereas with, with TV, it's yeah, it seems to be a lot, a lot more, more rigid, which is, I suppose, is a great thing because you know people are watching and you don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> mm. It's quite nice now when you hear them, though, that we've got accents coming through, whereas it always yeah. used to be before the Queen's English, yeah. and that's how you did yeah. it. Is no, it... you two would be great with your with your slight twang. Twang, <laughs> definitely. Wow. No, I... you, you do. I, I really like Channel Four announcers. I think since the very beginning, I, I think a lot of those are. You, they've just got a, a sound that is just a little bit different, and I think every channel sounds different, which is how it how it should do. Really. Mm. I mean, back in the day, you're probably too young to remember this, Ali, but you used to have the like link presenter on screen, like ITV. Yeah, well, BBC never used to, but ITV. I mean, whether it was Central, was that the name of the? There was a. They station. used to have a, a, the person oh. on screen doing the doing the links rather oh, than. That's a bit I, d- I don't remember that. You're, no. you're, you're not confusing it with the broom cupboard. Oh no, I remember the broom cupboard. I mean, that's continuity, isn't it? <laughs> that that is. was continuity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a guy called a guy called Mike Prince used. To, I can even remember his name. I can see him in my head. How I don't remember that. that? But... I'm going to have to Google that. Later. I think we only had HTV. We didn't have oh, um, Central. Oh, well, you see, we were Central, you see. <laughs> um, right, talking of podcasts, um, yeah. what made you decide to start your own podcast? Oh, well, I think my husband has been listening to podcasts for quite a few years, and I've been a bit slow to the party. He's like, you must, you must, you know, get into podcasting. It's Lots of people are doing it. And, I mean, I literally live a couple of minutes walk from my radio station the BBC here in Oxford so I still work for them but um it's it's nice to do something I'm always in, interested in interviewing people and I sort of come up with an idea of talking to people who do sort of creative careers and I, I suppose as well there's a lot of people I went to university with who've gone on to have phenomenally successful careers and I've always thought how do they do that mm. so that's the that was the whole sort of background for the idea of my podcast talking to people um just to see the pivotal moments of thinking well who who got you that job? How did you get that job? And amazing stories like the, I spoke to Rob Walker a couple of weeks ago, who's the BBC and other channels sports commentator. Things like he um, got a job interview at the BBC and he didn't get the job, so he followed it up with a phone call. And they said, "Oh no, you did get the job. We just sent you the wrong. Somebody sent you the wrong letter." And you think, "What? If you hadn't oh. rocked up to chase the job, mm. you might have got that job." So it's really intriguing stories, and 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 it's really inspirational. So. I suppose because I'm a mum of three and 
doing a, a, a regular weekday job um, <laughs> is quite difficult, like a regular radio show five days a week. I work weekends a lot, but also the kids are getting older now. And it's difficult to work weekends as well. So I, I kind of do sporadic radio stuff. But podcasting, as you know, is great because you can do it when you want to do it. Well, that's not quite true because you might want to talk to somebody and they are only free at a certain time. But, you know, you don't have to be there from nine o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know a huge amount about it yet because I've, I'm in early days for me. But you, you, you can give me advice. But for you, is that the reason why you got into it? Because you had a passion and you wanted to share that and you've always been interested in in broadcasting yeah, yeah. so we both had an interest in didn't we, we right from that we would be six years in april that we've been doing podcasts not this particular wow. one but we've i think all in all we've probably done about 10 or 11 different podcasts all pop culture music mm. or movies and and different variations on stuff like that but it was always a passion that we both had mm. um we only knew each other from my brother my brother was more your mate yeah. than mine and he sort of goaded us into it saying well you're never going to do anything are you and so we said right we will and, and our first meeting we ended up with like, i think two different podcasts, podcasts a yeah, musical that... one and a, yeah, a movie yeah. one and at the time i was um uh, I'd taken redundancy from the, the job that I had. And I was so part-time. You were part-time. So I had a lot of time to get this space that we have now, which is literally my shed, um, up you know, with some recording equipment. And that is, like you say, that's the beauty of podcasting is that, and we've said it to so many people that anybody can do it. Mm. You know, it, you can even do it on your phone. You can do it with a, a computer. Just get some microphones and just start chatting and recording about anything that you love to talk about. Because some... and what I love as well is that the podcasting community is so kind. I mean, you've been so lovely kind of tweeting some of my tweets and sort of favouriting them or, or retweets. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's really encouraging of each other because I think, you know, when you're starting out, you don't quite know what you're doing. What microphone do I get? Mm. Um, or like you say, you could use your phone, but you don't quite, you know, it's all there's a little bit of technical stuff that you need to know about. Um, and everyone's really encouraging and it, it's it's something that's that's growing. I mean, have you found... Sorry, I'm asking you a question. I apologise. No, that's fine. No, you carry on. We love it. Have you found that the, the one that you... has it? Well, has it... Two things, really. Has it changed a lot in those years that you have done it? And is this your favourite podcast that you're doing? Yeah, yes and yeah. I, I tend to do a lot of the technical stuff. Um, and and you, six years ago, uh, the amount of nights I went to bed and couldn't sleep because getting things up on iTunes or get just getting a, a, a website sorted was an absolute nightmare. And so it's I'm, become easier. It's become a lot easier. Yeah, there's, there are there are the, the trouble is there's a lot of choice for things like podcast hosts and website hosts, and some are really good, some are not so good, and I don't think you really know. You can you can get read all the reviews. And then you'll have 10 reviews that will say, these are fantastic. And you have 10 reviews that will say, never going to go with these guys again. And you get confused. But technically, how to upload podcasts, how to get your RSS feed and all this stuff. And I'm, I, I'm thinking... I a panic attack. What, what is this? Exactly. Exactly. And, but you, you teach yourself. And things like YouTube are fantastic now because anything you want to know, somebody will have made a video on how yeah. to do that and how to do this. So when it comes to, I mean, I love editing and I love video editing and I love all that stuff where you can put things together. We used to do a, we've just literally a couple of weeks ago finished it, didn't we? Doing a Thursday night radio star yeah. show with silly characters and things like that. And, and I used to love putting stuff together for that because it just used to be, 
but we're the same. We've both got full-time jobs. We've both got families that we, you know, you have to spend time. I used to spend all my time. My wife said, no, it's now three nights a week that you do the podcast stuff. (laughs) But I'm still on my phone doing Twitter and and putting things up on Facebook. and, And you have to, I think what you say as well, the majority of people are very, very good at, retweeting stuff and because we're all a big community there are some people that that won't do that there are some people that that you know are a little bit above that i think when you're yeah. on the same level it's it's a different thing everybody helps each other when you're one of the big ones it's very hard to get them to to share the love if you like yeah and, and it has this podcast been your favorite podcast to do yeah. or... it's been our most successful without a shadow of a doubt yeah um because we've got a very unique um it's your niche aren't you yeah but it's also where we're, we're, we know daisy and charlie you know we're friends with daisy and charlie and the family so if somebody else was to to put out a this country podcast they wouldn't have the i mean we don't have the, the same access to daisy and charlie now because they're so successful but you know we've managed to speak to nearly everybody in the cast and yeah the we've crew been very fortunate haven't we? we've been very fortunate but or I would say to anybody that is thinking about starting a podcast, do it because we've said in the last six years we haven't laughed so much, even just making a jingle, or you know, do you know what I mean? Something, some silly things that we've had to read out just for ourselves. We've yeah. been in here literally crying our eyes out with laughter. Well, so much so that we've had to. One of us has had to go out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. how bad it gets. But but in the end, it because you hope that. I mean, we've always said that whenever we're inter- interviewing somebody, we don't want to know too much about the person we're interviewing because then that comes out in the interview if we know everything before we start talking to people what's the point in yeah yeah. interviewing you know so we like to get that information from people as we're talking to them and and that's how we've always done it it may not be very professional but we've had a lot of people sort of when we've finished well i can't remember the guy's name clive is it from the the doctor from doctor and the medics we spoke to him jackson yeah and he actually said he said that was one of the most interesting uh interviews i've done he said you genuinely sounded interested in what you're saying i said yeah because we didn't know anything really about you we were Mm. we were asking you the questions we wanted to ask so it's lovely to hear something like that you know but yeah yeah, that's that's do you have a dream guest then ali dream guest for my podcast uh obviously the ones you've already had were your dream yeah, guests but... and obviously um, uh, obviously us that's that's fine I mean, well, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> I, I, that's, I, I don't know I, I i've just i've got a really long list of loads of loads of people that i um i want to talk to um and and so far a lot of people have said yes i think a lot of them it's been quite helpful working radio had a few contacts and, and people i work with uh, who do I want to interview? The Queen? No, I, I, that, she's not, I'm not sure she's very creative. Prince, Prince Philip would be more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. You could do it uh, like um, James Corden, the car karaoke. Yes! <laughs> with no. Prince Philip. You'd, oh. have, you'd, you'd have to drive, though. <laughs> so there'd be one song, Crash Bang Wallop, and that'd be it. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I, I think, um, I, I suppose, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but it would be somebody that probably... It's the dream, isn't it? But people that don't do many interviews, mm. you know, or somebody who I really admire. I mean, I always like talking to people who've done really well in, in radio. So, you know, some of my radio heroes. Um, and yeah, 
I, no, I can't give you an answer because I haven't really thought about that, to be honest. <laughs> I've just got a long list that I'm just going through. Sorry, that's terrible. Come back to me and ask me at the end. I might, I might have thought of somebody. Okay. So how do you normally go about sort of getting your... I know you said that you've got, like, contacts and stuff, but do things like social media, like, I mean, just exactly how we, we did with yes, you? Yes, so um, messaging people on, on Twitter has been has actually been surprisingly successful. Um, I go to London a bit, so if I'm going down to work in London, I might see, because, you know, so many people are based in London. It's mm. annoying, isn't it? Um, so if I'm in London, I'll try and... Maybe if I'm doing a voiceover, I'll do that at the same time. Um, otherwise... Being in Oxford, um, like with you, I guess, you know, you've got the whole of this country <laughs> coming to you where you are. And I was thinking, you know what, I don't need to travel too much because so many people come to Oxford. Um, so if there's a, you know, you just keep an eye, don't you, on, on events. So if somebody's coming to do a gig here or, um, you know, I might email, I sometimes you email an agent and they don't always respond. No. But I've had a bit of success with that. So it, it's a mixture. It, it's all contacts. It's social media and it's traditional methods like like agents right right and who's up next on your your podcast who's next? well t- this is really strange today um i don't know if, if um if you're into your books but uh claire mackintosh has written lots of um sunday times bestsellers and i've been talking to her to, to get her on and i sort of knew her and uh i emailed her today and she said well weirdly because she lives in darkest deepest wales so i'm driving past your door because being in oxford people just come past don't they? and i can come in 10 minutes and i was like okay oh quick just, just, yes quick what am i gonna ask her so uh she'll be coming up soon um we've also got oh um adam buxton's coming to oxford this week um he does you know it's similar isn't it it's quite you know making jingles and stuff it's very similar to what you guys do as well is he a bit of an inspiration? Adam Buxton, for me, is is one of the heroes of. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I would say that the Thursday night show that we used to do mm, was was, was very sort of Adam and Joe sort of. Um, oh yeah, ask him if he's a, a this country fan. Put, oh, put yeah, put a good word in for him. Yeah. I would love I'm, to talk to Adam Buxton. I really. I'm would. sure he's a this country fan. Who wouldn't be? I mean, exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, I've got a few musicians and um, cartoonists. I'm just I'm trying to. I suppose, talk to people in all sorts of careers, you know, varied careers. So screenwriters, singers, musicians, actors, mm. anything that uh, is not your normal nine to five. And and talk about, you know, the great successes, but also people have had struggles as well. It's not all plain sailing. So. Yeah, no, so. absolutely. That's still think of a dream guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all sound like dream guests to us. Absolutely. Ah. Uh, right, before we uh, do any more chatting, we're going to have a little bit of a quiz. So oh, no, I've, dre- I've been dreading this. Because <laughs> I was listening to some of your podcasts and I was doing really well at home. It's like when you hear a quiz on the radio, isn't it? it is. And you're like, I can do it when I'm listening. But when it's now, pressure. <laughs> I, I would quite like to get one. Is this okay. the quiz? Is this the lines thing? This is the Kerry or Curtain. Yeah, it, yeah. It is, okay. yes. Now, obviously, we had Greg from uh, Philadelphia uh, on a previous episode. They got all five. He did. Oh, so, come on. from America, that is, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, all right. No pressure. So- <laughs> Here, here we go. Hang on, I need to get my bell ready just in case. I'm sure I'll be using it a lot. Here we go. Number one. They didn't say it, but it's what they didn't say. Harry. One out of one. Well, I, I'm happy Great now. Start. There you go. Should we stop now or do you want to go for yeah, number two? That's it. Game number over. two. Did you send that? There's a game on now and he's just necking points. I'm going for Curtis. 
Well done. Well done. Two, two for two. Two for two. Number three. You did. You told me you wanted to fix things. That's that's very generic, that one. Can, can you do that one again? You did. You told me you wanted to fix things. I'll go for Curtain. That was Kerry. Bad oh. That was Kerry. That, that was, was, that in, was uh, a really nasty one. That was Random Acts of Kindness when oh. he, she arranged for... Uh, oh, what was her name? <laughs> what was Curtin's girlfriend's name? Sophie. Sophie. For Sophie to be there. Well there you go. Well done. Well done. Oh, I'll give you a ding for that. Oh, well done, you. Neil. <laughs> Uh, number four, I think she's just living in a dream world. I think that's Kerry. That is Kerry. Oh, I guess she was talking, talking talking about Sophie. Okay. Yeah, talking about Sophie. And number five. I can't believe I got. But how many have I got? This is three out of four. This is for four out of five. I'm not going to go get four. But anyway, go on. Don't really like catching up. It's not my thing. You see, I initially want to say Carrie, but I'm just wondering whether it's Curtin. Pressure's on now. <laughs> Who was the, what was my last answer? No, I'm not going to try and play. Uh, I, uh, Curtin. Well ah! done. Well done. Four yeah. out of five. Very, Look at that. Very respectable. 80% correct. I probably properly impressed with myself for that. That is very good. If I had my soundboard now, I would give you a massive load of applause, but I haven't got <laughs> yeah, it on. Yeah, me, so. Well done for that. Well done. Right. You. Um, you saw the aftermath, obviously, yes. the, the special. Um, yes. If and, well, not if, but when there is a third series, where would you like to see the series go, the, each well, character? I'd like, I'd like, in terms of geography, I'd like to see them go to the seaside. I was thinking. Yeah, we, we've had that answer before. They all get oh, on a jolly bus to Western. Well, the reason is, um, do you remember that that episode where um, Curtin? I love it when he's on the building site and he the the wheelbarrow going up the plank. Yeah. Into the sea <laughs> yeah. And just he loses his balance, and I would love to see him doing something like windsurfing or something on a. I just you know, because, you know, that they're not. The, the best at sport, I think we can. Is that is that a fair yeah, thing to yeah, say? Yeah, I would say so. So and and they've both got quite pale skin, so I'd like to <laughs> see them at the beach going windsurfing. Anyway, but in terms of you want to know about direction of their characters, yeah, where you think you'd like, to, or where you'd like to see them go? Yeah, you see, I would. In my heart, says I'd like to see them be massively successful and get jobs, and you know, and, and do. But on the other hand, <laughs> what would be the fun in that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's. I'm afraid it's quite entertaining, isn't it? When when they have these these money schemes that you know they buy a computer off Mandy for fifty quid and it was yeah. rubbish. Yeah. Um, so I would. I'm afraid I'd like more of the same. I'd like mm. more shenanigans in the village. Yes, a, a few day trips is good, but that's the whole point of it, isn't it? Of of what they get up to, um, in where they live. Yeah. Is there any characters you'd like to see more of? Oh, um, well. Was it me with my? You, you'll know this. Um, so you know um, the vicar's son, Jacob. Yes. So after episode, then was the next one. The vicar was standing in front of the church. Was there a missing post? Yeah, the, the missing po the missing poster was of the um, little red riding twat. Wasn't the sun then? Okay, it wasn't the sun. No. Uh, right. I thought I was being really clever, and I thought I'd noticed. No. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but that I mean, was, I... that that was like a little Easter egg that they did put in there. But it was it was for a uh, 
like a, a, a mini storyline that they never they had to cut out. Right. So that would have been more explained. Mm. Yeah. You know it all. So yeah. I I quite like to see him come back just because I thought that was quite an interesting, you know, to see his relationship with his dad. That could be something that could be, you know, looked into a little bit more. But um, Harry's mum, I mean, <laughs> it's a classic, isn't it? Because you never see her. No. And, and, and you, we can't ever see her. No. I because, don't. But I think more of that, I, I could just watch that for hours. I mean, that's like my kids calling mom. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't called me tonight, actually. And I think we all have a lot of that. Um, and I think Mandy's brilliant. Um, so I, I just think more of the same, really. Mm. Yeah. All, all our all our favourite characters. They can't get rid of any of them. That would not be allowed. No. You say you you can't see her. We sort of had a glimpse through the door of something. We did. Really? And I, yeah. Where's through, that? That's on... Which episode's that? That's the one. It's, it's series two. It's when she starts. She's having night terrors and during the day. And, have to yeah, yeah. You, Car- you Car- don't Car- see her face or anything. No. You just see a glimpse through the door. But I've always said it would be very funny if they were to do a Tom and Jerry with her. So all you ever saw was the feet. Because <laughs> <laughs> they sort of described her feet as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that one. Yeah. Oh no! I think just more of the same, and it, it's it's lovely. It's just a lovely thing to escape to. You know, we we'll work hard, and you know, we want to put your feet up and then have something enjoyable to watch. And it 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 t- just takes you away, doesn't it? For, Absolutely. And it, this this the time as well. It's not. Sometimes I don't have time to watch something for an hour or two. I can just get snippets here and you know, twenty five minutes or whatever it is. It's mm. perfect. Indeed. Well, Ali, thank you very much for yes, spending thank some time you, with Ali. us. No, it's lovely talking to you and, and sharing the love and, and just loving the fact that you love what it's great to, to see you and hear, hear your passion for your podcast and the effort and the time that you put into it. It must be a real, real joy to put it all together. It's, it's lovely. And it's, we've been very, very lucky with that. As like you probably feel with like the guests that you've had, it's very lucky. It's, I find it really strange that people will take like yourself 45 minutes an hour out of your time out of your free time to come and chat to us about this and we've been very lucky with the people that we've spoken to and Absolutely. hopefully in the in the future as well but thank you so much it's been really really nice to chat to you ali do you want to give us sh- uh, your your own podcast a shout out please do oh, yes. okay great so it's called um where did it all go right talking to lots of people in creative jobs about the sort of big turning points in their career to help people maybe who maybe are doing a, a normal nine to five and maybe thinking of taking the leap to be a writer or, or do something else or people who are trying to break into it and all people who are just nosy and interested like you were asking me about what's it like being a continuity announcer I'd never really thought about it actually um so yeah it's uh on what is it on iTunes yeah and it's on Podbean and there's Twitter which is at where go right thank you for the advert wonderful and we will put the links to the podcast and to your twitter uh, on the show notes as well so people can just click on that and get straight to it fabulous well listen i hope you have continued success with your podcast because it's it's brilliant and it's really lovely to dissect what a great program this country is that's wonderful thank Thank you you very very much neil would you like to do a little bit of housekeeping is that right housekeeping (coughs) Housekeeping (laughs) i always forget whether it's housewarming or housekeeping but we'll call it housekeeping let's do it absolutely see if you can get it right here we go you can find us on all the social media sites so facebook twitter snapchat instagram under wtf this country well done. We have a website which is WTAF This Country. No! No, podcast. WTAFpodcast.com. And then the email's the other way around. <laughs> WTAF This Country at Hotmail.com. 
Well done. And also patreon.com forward slash WTAF if you would like some of our signed uh, rewards. We have some wonderful stuff by all the cast. Uh, Just go to uh, patreon.com forward slash WTAF. That's it. I'm going to well go done. and shut myself in a little cubicle now and uh, <laughs> practice do bodily your odors and uh, and watch a program for an hour and, and pretend I'm going to continue it. And I'm just going to say thank you very much to Ali for being a great guest. Then. I think she's been fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And now you two in your little dark studio together. I bet the smells are just. <laughs> uh, I, I would. We don't normally light a, a match around us because you know the whole place could go up. <laughs> Uh, thank Thank you once again (laughs) thank you you, Ali Ali. thank you Neil thank you thank you everybody now go and get plumbed you fuckers Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year (laughs) Daft Cow this is just ridiculous what the actual fuck hi I'm Pav I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.